In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I saw that uh, September the 9th fell on a Sunday, I was very happy about that because it's the feast of Saints Joachim and Anna. Yesterday we celebrated the uh, feast of the Nativity of the Mother of God, and the next day, always, is the feast of uh, her parents, Joachim and Anna. And I was excited because if you look in your bulletin at the people who are celebrating names days today, you'll probably see the longest list of any other saint uh, in our church. And that's a great thing. And we also have a very prominent icon of Saint Joachim and Anna uh, over on the side here, and it's probably one of the most uh, venerated icons that we have. So Joachim and Anna hold a particular place in the hearts of many of you here, and not just people in our community, though. Joachim and Anna hold a very special place universally in the church, because at the very end of every single service in every single Orthodox church throughout the world, after, well, the priest is doing the dismissal, he lists all those uh, different categories of saints, but he names by name Joachim and Anna every single time. And so that should clear, clue you that they are very important people. And so I was very excited to be able to, uh, Lord willing, talk a little bit about who they are and why they are so important for us and for our understanding of who God is. Well, first of all, who are they? Who are Joachim and Anna? The very simple, shortest answer, easiest thing to remember is they are the grandparents of Jesus. So they are Mary's parents and the grandparents of Jesus. But Joachim was from the tribe of Judah, and Anna from the tribe of Levi. Two different tribes coming together. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But they were married, and they were married for many, many years. It said 50 years that they were married, and they didn't have any children. And they were thought to be um, hiding something, perhaps, because they were outside, virtuous, they were righteous, people saw what they were doing, and they thought, wow, Joachim and Anna must be wonderful people, but they thought, perhaps, maybe there's something else going on because they're not having children, because that was supposed to be a sign that God wasn't blessing them in their life. Well, in fact, Joachim goes to the, to the temple to make an offering to God, and the priest wouldn't even accept his offering, because he said, you must be hiding something. I can't accept your offering. So Joachim, at the depths of his despair, un, uh, feeling like he'd been turned away by God because his offering wouldn't even be accepted in the temple, it was there that he finally, after leaving the temple, was visited by an angel, and he said, Joachim, your faithfulness, your patience, your perseverance, the Lord has seen it. And your wife, Anna, go back to her. She will conceive, and, you'll bear, and she will bear a daughter. And so that same angel goes to Anna, says the same thing to her. Joachim goes back to her, and lo and behold, she conceives. And Mary is born, and we know the story from there. And so that's who they are. And if that weren't enough, that they were faithful, that they persevered, that they had patience, they lived their life in expectation and in hope of God, that's 
enough for us to put their icon on the wall and enough for us to be able to uh, uh, mention their name quite often in the church, but there's a little bit more. And to really know why they're so important, we even have to go back to Abraham. Because Abraham, at the very beginning, God looked at Abraham and he said, Abraham, your descendants will be more in number than the stars of the sky. And remember, Abraham, he and his wife Sarah, they were older than Joachim and Anna. Abraham was something like 100 years old, and Sarah was 90. And when she heard that she was going to have a child, it even says in the scripture that she laughed because she couldn't believe that something like that would happen. But, of course, we know that Abraham and Sarah had Isaac. Isaac had Jacob. Jacob had all those 12 sons who became the 12 tribes of Israel. Skip ahead to David. Remember we mentioned uh, uh, David. David uh, was the tribe of Judah. And God tells David, one of your seed, one of your descendants, someone who's related to you will be a king who will rule a kingdom who is, which is everlasting. And so we have, skip ahead a few generations, a number, to Joachim who is of that line of David, who is of that kingly line, who then passes that blood to Mary, who passes that blood to Christ, and brings Christ into that line so that Christ is the king. Christ is the fulfillment of that prophecy. So when we look at Joachim in the icon, when we hear his name mentioned, we remember that Christ is in the line of David that Christ is the king that was long promised from uh, many, many years ago. And then Anna, the tribe of Levi. The, the, the Levites were the priests. And so not only is Christ the king, but Anna <coughs> passes to Mary the blood of the priests, who then passes to Christ the blood of the priests as well. So we have a king and we have Christ the great high priest who makes the offering on behalf of all of us to God. And he does that even now in the divine liturgy, in the services that we celebrate. We call him the one who offers, and he even who is himself offered. So in Joachim and Anna, this beautiful blessed couple, when we see their icon, we remember that God is, that Jesus Christ is the king, and that Jesus Christ is the priest. And of course, by looking at them, we realize if we have to go all the way back to Abraham to understand the, the lesson of their life, then we remember that God has been working ever since the beginning. We heard in the gospel this morning, for God so loved the world. He so loved the world so much, not only did he give his only begotten son, but he pre prepared for it for all of creation. It was meant to lead up to the moment of the incarnation to the work of Christ and his, uh, for our salvation. And so we look at Joachim and Anna, and we see all of those promises fulfilled over the course of many, many years. So brothers and sisters, every single time we see this icon, Joachim and Anna, every time we, see their, we hear their names mentioned at the end of the service, think of Christ, priest and king, ruling us helping us, guiding us, offering on our behalf. When you hear their names, when you see their icon, think of God 
and his eternal work of salvation for us throughout all time, leading up to these good and holy and faithful people. And when you hear their names, and when you see their icon, have patience, persevere, have faith. If you're in the midst of despair, know that God has not forgotten you, and in fact, that will be the place where he will reach you. I can only imagine that when Joachim and Anna held little baby Mary in their arms, they looked down at her and they said, it was worth it. So brothers and sisters, when we hear her na their names, when we see their icon, persevere, have faith, be patient, remember God and all of his work, and remember Christ, our King and our Priest. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.